Warning, this show of ours, before I forget, may contain some themes and ideas and other crap that you may find offensive. We're sorry. Listener discretion is advised. Also, the opinions and ideas expressed in this show, this podcast, this thing of ours called Before I Forget, are our opinions alone. They do not represent the Army or any other organization. It's just us talking. Anyway, thank you for listening to Before I Forget and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to Before I Forget. Tyree and Kevin here. Just me hey. and him today. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, here I am. Here we are. Collectively as a group, together. Yeah. And how was your week going, our weekend going? Man, I didn't do shit today. Woke up super late. Did nothing. Laundry and Call of Duty. <laughs> Man, I've been trying to get on Call of Duty. My audio is driving me up the wall. I think I got it now, though. But check this yeah, out. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, what? I know. It, it reminds me of hanging out in the barracks when we were in, back in the Army, you know? Yeah. No? No. What? How does, it, how, how does the audio remind you of hanging out in the barracks? No, I, I mean, not the, not the audio, but playing video games. Oh, yeah. Or... Like you started the show with music, just fucking music coming out of all the rooms. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't play a lot of video games back then. You didn't hang out with Dave and 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 uh, Haugen playing uh, Halo. Uh, no, I never got into Halo. Man, I remember um, them when when Curtis got a really big TV. I remember them mm-hmm. fools wheeling that fucking gigantic TV from room to room so they can play Halo and not bother people. Eventually, I think somebody just kept the TV and, and Kurt was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what fucking TV? Nah, man. Um, never really was into video games. You know, some people were. Uh, I had a roommate for a while that, that was into video games. Um, to a pretty wild... Uh, point like uh he would stay in all weekend and 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 play games and i guess uh i don't want to get into too much of his details but let's just say that the latrine down the hall was too far to go to you know what i mean oh man oh (laughs) i remember that yeah wasn't there a touch of Uh, pink eye going around too or was that a, a different occasion that might have been a different occasion holy shit uh but uh, that's also gross. <laughs> that is gross. But I mean, fuck. Like, how hard is it right. to to just go go to the bathroom? Don't piece. Don't piss yeah. in the bottle, dude. Right. Come on, man. Right. Yeah, for sure. But um, also, though, as far as pink eye, like, don't put your finger in your butt and then in your eyeball or somebody else's butt in your eyeball. Like, easy peasy. I mean, there's ways that can happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wash your hands after your finger. Your hands go in your butt or somebody else's. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no. Uh. That was that is kind of the kind of the thing with 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 barracks life, man. Is that uh, you know, <clears throat> there the, there was there's the good and there's the bad. 
was yeah. it was it anything like you thought it was going to be from the time you left it to the, like night one? Jeez, man. So I really had no expectations to be honest. Um, even when it comes to like barracks life and and basic training, and then uh, getting to Germany, I didn't have any real expectations about what it was going to be like or what to expect. Um, cause I, I had, I had no idea, you know, I, oh, excuse me. I ate way too much for dinner. So I'm over here like trying to reeat it anyway. Um, that was gross. So like, you know, I get to base training, get to base training and I wasn't, I didn't know anything about open bays and all this stuff. So I mean, there's like 50, 53 of us in this one open bay, you know, big, long bay, you know, bunk beds and all that stuff. You know, you were there. Yeah. Um, and uh postcard yeah yeah got the t-shirt <laughs> um but uh so i you know i i think my expectation of barracks life after basic training was fuck man is, is this what i'm gonna be living in uh when i get over to my duty station am i gonna be living in an open bay with 50 other dudes and just like no such thing as privacy yeah uh <clears throat> you know but fortunately that wasn't true right fortunately you uh you know, you get done with, with basic training, you go to your unit or whatever, and you, uh, I, like I said, I had no idea to, what to expect. I knew, like, stateside barracks, people talked about, you know, like, you might have your own private room with a shared bathroom or something like that, but um, the barracks that you and I are on, were on in Germany uh, were old World War II barracks. Yes, they were, which was actually which pretty cool. Was, Very cool yeah. to me. Yeah, but there's that, something that, about that just made huh? the uh, the bathroom situation kind of fucked up because it's all the way down the hall, right? Yeah, so our barracks rooms. I mean, you had two man rooms, three man rooms, four man rooms, or whatever it was, and um, and <clears throat> so I take that back. So like the first room that like that I was in was with Griff, and uh, it was the size of a one man room, but they put he and I in there. Because mm-hmm. there was no such thing for the lower enlisted as one man room. Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of a bummer. But uh, yeah, it's just a room, right? It's just a room with uh, uh, two wall lockers per soldier and a bunk. That's it. That's all there is. Yep. Everything you own, everything you have, all of your personal space that's confined to this one small area in this one tiny room. Um, latrines. The bathrooms were down the hall, see so community toilets and urinals and uh, community showers and community sinks. Yeah, our particular good, building was good about, times. what, three floors, four floors? I think it was uh, three floors and the fourth floor was NCO housing. Yeah. Maybe. So like the, the sergeants and above, they got their own rooms on the fourth floor. Nice, spacious, spacious yeah. areas, tons of ceiling. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess the trade-off is you have to walk up four, four uh, flights to get to your room, which, you know, depending on how lazy you are or if we had a long ruck that day or, or whatever it was, you know, that could suck. Yeah, that would suck, especially if you're drunk trying to get back upstairs uh, from <laughs> wherever you were just at. Now you're like, fuck, I left my keys. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, that, yeah. And so I was, so I was, I've been fortunate to um, always have been on the, the first floor. I don't know, like our platoon was on the first floor. Yeah. I was um, on the first. 
what was it? Uh, oh, wait, when you walk no, in the building. The yeah, there there for a while there were some second platoon people on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um with with I guess the rest of uh what was it? First platoon, second platoon, all of first platoon, and then half of second platoon, and then the other half of second platoon on the next floor, and then part of third platoon, and then move all the way up to the third floor. And that was just in our half of the building because the other half, if you remember, was Charlie Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, like, with no expectations really, just didn't really think that I was going to be living in a. Well, how do I put it? An archaic frat house. Because <laughs> uh, this, I mean, these buildings were, they were old, right? I mean, they've been renovated obviously since the forties or whatever, but they were definitely old. Um, needed some love. To yeah. Them. But they were still pretty but, cool though, right? I mean, the, yeah, the yeah, decor yeah. was kind of like late eighties. I mean, I was like mid eighties, like colored, curtains like mm-hmm. cream mm-hmm. which was probably lighter but made darker from the years of cigarette smoke yeah and oh yeah man the the ground was like a pink linoleum oh not was it called linoleum yeah i think it, yeah. yeah was it pink yeah or purple like a really light purple oh you know what i think um uh when you when we didn't they redo the floors in the hallway while we were gone yes we came back to, to new linoleum or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. We came back to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we came back to something. <laughs> um, oh, the barracks over at Con. That's what I'm remembering. Those were, those were like a dark blue. Yeah. Kind of looked like, a had like a, a Lego pattern on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the circles. And the yeah. only reason why I remember the other floor is because of uh, shoe polish. Anytime you got it, you know, you scuffed up the floor. You oh, yeah. Clean it, so purple. Purplish. Definitely scuffed up the floor a lot from doing push-ups and everything else. Mm-hmm. Or, like I said, polish yeah, your boots and you, you spill some of the polish on the ground yeah. after you burn it or something crazy. Now you're sitting there burning fucking shoe polish off the car uh, floor. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let's talk about um, let's talk about some of the bad things about living in the barracks. Okay, you know, so let's 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 hit the let's hit the bad things, and then let's uh, let's talk about some good things. But let's talk about the bad things about living in the barracks. Um, and that would be, I think you just nailed a good point, though, um, is that they were just kind of ugly. Like, there's no real. There's no real design to them. I mean, the outside was kind of cool. I mean, there was some like old style look, but like the inside, they were just kind of just plain and boring, like a standard government building. Like they don't put any love into it. Mm-hmm. Cold, um, cold and yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, just almost like a, I don't know, like a hospital mm-hmm. uh, or something. It still had some so that that was... Nazi charm <clears throat> sprinkled on it. <laughs> Nazi charm, just sprinkled. Um, <clears throat> And like you said, with the the, the the community bathrooms and latrines and showers and all that stuff, like I never had any type of privacy the entire time we were in Germany, mm-hmm. unless your roommate was gone. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you stayed with 
William Ace, if you're staying with somebody, then you still don't have privacy. But like, if you're going to the bathroom, if you're going to take a shower, um, there's somebody there. in a building. Yeah. You should think our building had Bravo company and alpha company. So you're talking at least 240 to 260 guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, probably less than that, I guess. Right. Cause you're, you know, not you counting, uh, married people living on post command teams and all that stuff. So maybe like two twenty, two thirty, but still that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think there might've been, if I had to guess what, 10 toilets, uh, 10 sinks, maybe eight to 10 urinals. And then the shower room, I think there was like six shower heads. Yeah. Yeah. Six. So you think after PT and you've got our platoon and uh, first platoon and they're all trying to go into the trains and, you know, do their morning routines, showers and all that stuff. And, I mean, you got an hour and a half generally, but still, like, it's a pain, man. Like, you're definitely running the risk of slapping wieners or somebody else, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you what, yeah. I always try to get up earlier. Just, I just yeah, but I mean, for early, like, man. like after PT, though? After PT, when you're all oh, sweaty. After P- oh, oh, yeah, you're fucked. You got to shower, put you on, we put on that uniform. I mean, like that's what I'm saying, we've got an hour and a half, right, to get ready and everything. And usually I went back to sleep instead of taking, you know, I, I did go shower. <laughs> but instead of, like, going over the defect to eat breakfast or something, um, just wait until after 9 o'clock formation and, and hit up the uh, the Taco Bell that we had on post on the way to the motor pool. Oh, yeah. That was always awesome. I love Taco Bell. Yeah. That was, oh, um, man, the breakfast burritos from Taco Bell. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was so sad when I came back to the states and saw that uh, Taco Bell didn't have breakfast burritos. Yeah, or breakfast at, at, at the time back in '05. Yeah, I was like, "What do you mean you don't have breakfast? No breakfast? That's crazy. No breakfast? Breakfast? <laughs> right? Yeah, closer, closer. You're getting there. <laughs> Keep practicing. Uh, what about you, man? What was some what was something annoying about living in the barracks for you? Oh man, you hit the the privacy part, man. If you ever wanted to have a girl over and your roommate's well, an ass and they don't want to leave, like <sighs> that's a bummer. Yeah, and then no, you definitely in that situation you definitely learned to either just not care or be just quiet. Not care, savage man. Yeah. Well, there was one night. There was one night. Um, Love and I were out with some some lady friends that he had up from uh, Munich, and uh, you know we went out and did stuff and hung out in a party and all that stuff. And they were going to drive back to Munich in the morning, so they stayed in our in the barracks. They had um, consent, or because you know that was another thing. If you had somebody stay in the barracks, one they had to be anybody who did live there had to be signed in at the CQ desk, yep. and then. Um, let's say like, let's say that, you know, you were married and your spouse was still back in the U S and you were staying there, but she came to visit. So she could stay in the barracks with your roommate, but she had to have, she had to be like, uh, had to have a command approval or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so love was able to get that, um, with these two, but obviously like they both were going to stay in his room. So one stayed in my room. Well, um, as we went out that night, you know, like, me and this girl hit it off pretty decently and, and, uh, 
you know, things went well. We're back in the back at the barracks and going to bed in uh, our twins, my twin size, because uh, that's all the army would give you. Hell yeah, um, twin size beds for all. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, when you go from sleeping on the ground in the cold, like a twin size, pretty decent, you know. Yeah, especially the, um, the weird ass little uh, memory foam when they they eventually gave us those were great. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, next thing you know, like we're not sleeping, we're performing adult activities and she she stops and she she says to me in her german accent in a whisper i think your friend is watching yeah All right. and, uh, yeah are you are you looking for the right sound no yeah, that no, that was the one was, i um, wanted to play i got it right on oh, okay the <laughs> yeah there. no it was a uh, I was like, what do you, I said, what do you mean? And she's like, I can see the light reflecting in his eyes and his sheets and the covers are moving. Oh man. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean the covers are moving? And they weren't just like moving from like tossing and turning. They were, they were moving. He was, he was trying to glaze the knuckles as they say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't ever want to hear that term again. <laughs> yes, I do. I take that back. I'm going to start using that. Um, You're welcome. Uh, and, you know, I uh, could have stopped there, but I asked if she cared, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, it's ultimately, you know, up to her at that point, and she didn't, and so we continued on, and that was that. So to be fair, uh, to be fair, um, I remember there was an occasion where I was in the room. I didn't know. Uh, was I asleep already? When we when we lived together? Yes. Oh, you it wasn't you. No, I know it wasn't. Fuck, I'm not a weirdo like that, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Come on, man. Give me a break. Mm hmm. But uh, I'm I'm saying, if, if for my particular time that particular thing happened, I really didn't have no place to go. I, I think I probably should have gotten up and left. But I'm like, well, where the fuck am I gonna go? Just hang out in the, oh, yeah. in the bathroom like a weirdo. We just went over the yeah. bathroom issue. Anyway, um, yeah, right. And so that and that goes back to the whole privacy problem. Because I mean, like, where do you go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. like. You know, well, I, I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't lay there with the covers over your head with a little peephole while you, you know, polish one off. That's uh, what you don't do. That's fucking weird, man. I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think we could be like cool after that. Like, me personally, I don't, I mean, I know the army is full of like weird old people that are all about yeah. that kind of shit, but me personally, yeah. like, you know, those kind of well, that's because I'm married. That's why. I mean, even so, I'll tell you, man, like. I don't know if he listens to this show, but I don't. I don't think he does. I'm not going to name him or anything, but of course not. Um, I, I will say that uh, I don't think that he got along with anybody that was in that room at that time. Anyway, oh, so so that was like he was he was hate. <laughs> I I just yeah I mean I just he just I just don't remember him really being part of the group. I don't know. But anyway. But he was like um, aggressively, like hatefully 
flogging his molly. I mean, I guess so, dude. I guess, but at the same time, though, like when you have a live performance, in uh, front of you. Well, oh man, I will I say though. What, whoa, man! Like, what kind of life? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's way going, man. God damn. Yeah. Well, Ooh. it is what it is. But uh, so that definitely was a problem. Um, so, you know, if you had somebody come over, you know, you had to like figure that out. You had to plan the, the logistics there. And then, um, yeah, I mean, they absolutely no privacy at any point. Yeah. Uh, unless you wanted to hang out in your wall locker. <laughs> do you ever have people do that in basic training? Like climbing their walker? Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, if whatever you, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> yeah, Look. I don't. Uh, I I never did that. I, Have but, you ever? Um, ca- did you ever run across any kids doing that? In in basic? No, on the trail. Oh, oh, as a drill? Yeah. No, uh, <clears throat> I never caught any. But like, um, most of the cycles that I've had, the way those bays were set up, it wasn't like the bays that we would have had at Benning. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did one full cycle. Um, that was in a bay, like the ones we had at Ben, those old star those uh, old starships. But the other bays that I've been in, they were a little different, um, and it was hard to arrange them in a way to where it wasn't possible uh, for them to hide. Like there was one time, one I can't remember what cycle it was, but it was like my third or fourth one at Fort Sill, and um, we were correctively training the platoon and. And uh, for something, I can't remember what they what they had done. Um, it was a red phase, though. So, like, it was one soldier or a couple of soldiers that had messed up. So, it's mass punishment kind of deal. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so the whole platoon is, is, is doing push-ups. And, and I'm, you know, going, doing the drill sergeant thing and saying the words. And, uh, you know, like, to, you know, to tell them how, why they're wrong, how to be better, blah, 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 that whole thing. That whole spiel. And I noticed that the particular soldiers that had initially messed up, I was like, well, I can't I don't see them anywhere. Like, that's weird. They had pushed themselves, uh, while in the front leaning rest, they had like slowly walked themselves backwards um, into a dead space. And they weren't doing push-ups. They were just back there laying on the ground. Oh, so treacherous. I caught them. I know. I was so mad, dude. Like, I was so mad. Like, but, you know, there wasn't a ton that we could do really at the time. Um, and I know, <laughs> and I know people that listen to this that might be like, well, I was a basic training module sergeant would have done this. Well, okay, good, cool, good for you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will say, like, uh, that's, that's, uh, I think that's one of everybody's pet peeves, right? In the military, kind of, this is kind of a, a little, uh, rant on a tangent, but, um, you know, when you read things on social media and, and, you know, somebody posts a story or about this or that, or, you know, in my time or when I was in basic training or they post a picture of them at, at graduation with their drill sergeant and somebody comments like, uh, you know, Oh, when I went through basic training, none of this would have lied. They would have skull drug us through the fucking hell and back and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of nonsense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I absolutely hate that. Um, and I think most people in, also hate that. Like, I think, I think that, especially when it comes from the old timers, like if you're not in the military anymore, shut up. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we get it. Like things were different when you were in things were different. When I first joined things were different 10 years ago, things were different three years ago, mm-hmm. things change. Things are different than when you served in Vietnam or when you served in the, uh, the Gulf War. we get it. It was different then. It was harder than, you know, you had to walk uphill both ways in the snow with no shoes, pushing a, you know, a wagon full of rocks that had square wheels. Get it. It was hard. Yeah. You know what, um, what hasn't changed? And this is going to be a segue back into the, to the barracks is drinking yeah. in the barracks. Now. Yeah. That if there was one activity that you knew for a fact was going to happen every day of the week, Every day. It was drinking in the barracks. All day. Not all day, because holy, holy crap. Not all, not all day. Not all day. We <laughs> worked. We back off. We did. Yeah. yeah. There might there might have been some days that during lunch, you know, might crack open a beer. Hell no. I'm scared. Drinker. I'm scared. I can't do that. But as I, soon I think, as we I think, get I think off I work, as soon as we get off work, as soon as I get into my room, as soon as we are dismissed, I'm running to the barracks and I'm grabbing a beer. And I'm going to open it. And I'm going to start drinking and standing one foot in my room and one foot in the hallway <laughs> staring. <laughs> so no duty for me, man. That guy's already drinking. That's how you get yep. out of that. Yeah. And that's, I, that's, that's a pro tip. That's a pro tip that's for any, any soldiers go. that live in the barracks right now. There you go, baby. Uh, as soon as you're released, go chug a beer. <laughs> The more you there you know. go. It is because uh, I mean that's that's a, that's the thing though, man. Like you might be uh, thirty minutes, forty five minutes after close of business after CLB formation, and yeah. uh, get that call from the squad leader. Hey, 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 uh, what are you what are you doing right now? Have you have you had anything to drink yet? Fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> happened a couple times, man. So. We got wise to it and started drinking right as soon as you got off. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like but, heavily you know, drinking, but just, you know, sipping. You can just be sipping a beer and holding it. As long as if you were CQ, released from work, as long as the CQ can see you, they cannot see well, I mean, hey, you can't be that guy that they need to go up to battalion for something. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be hey, you'd. Yeah. Um, but uh, aside from that, though, I mean, uh, that was one of the things that I really liked about the barracks. I know we're not like on that subject yet, but um, you know, if uh, let's say like you and I always went out, but like this one night, like you didn't want to go out because you weren't feeling it, or you know, you had met somebody and you were on a thing with them, or whatever the fuck, whatever the reason was, mm-hmm. there was always, always somebody else. You know, saying that you can go knock on door, you can go door to door, right? You can go door to door knocking, like hey. Uh, what are you guys doing tonight? And you can always find something to go out. Like, let's say you wanted to go to Tabasco's, but I wasn't really feeling Tabasco's. I wanted to go to the Rockford Greek, or I wanted to hit the trains, go to Würzburg, to the Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the lab, I don't know. Finding somebody to go to the lab was a little bit more difficult, right? Because, you know, take a couple trains and some taxis, and you weren't coming back till 6 in the morning yeah. um, unless you wanted to pay for it. But, uh, but still, I mean, you could always find somebody to go out somewhere. Always. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Even meet some new folks, I guess. <clears throat> uh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, that, was a, well, that was a hard no. I mean, not, not necessarily a hard no, but um, it wasn't like a I was thinking yes. about that. Like, <clears throat> right? 
Well, you, you, I was just thinking about like, you know, like, let's say we're out at the Rockford break, you know, fights break out, right? Because your young soldiers, all that testosterone is boosting through your system. You have no real um, supervision when you're away from the unit mm-hmm. and you're drinking, right? So naturally, you know, it's tempers fine. are going to flare and fights are going to break out. Time to fucking fight. <laughs> and what I always thought was funny or interesting or whatever was, you know, uh, you know, like, let's say, you know, uh, you might get into a fight with somebody. Well, naturally I'm going to, I'm going to be there. And anybody else from the platoon is going to be there or the company is going to be there. And let's say that person you were fighting um, for, cause you know, when you're out, it's always like, everybody wants to announce what MOS they are. You want to fuck with us? We're 13 bravos, you know, artillery dudes. Like nobody gives a fuck what you are guy. Like we're infantry. Like we're way better than you, you know, that was, but that was the thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was. Um, and, I, and I can I can remember times when a fight would break break out between uh, us over in one two six and other infantry guys over in one eighteen, mm-hmm. right? Because we would fight those guys because they weren't one two six. So say hey, you're infantry, but you're not one two six infantry. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not. <laughs> but then like one two six. What the fuck? Yeah, you're not a blue spader. Shut up. Yeah. But at the same time, um, if 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 we if we were in a fight with 118 guys, right? But then, like, some other Yahoos in the area jumped into the mix and come to find out, come to find out that they're the artillery dudes, or whatever. 126 and 118 would stop fighting each other and team up and fight that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because they weren't infantry. Yeah. Um, the blood yeah. binds us. Yeah, man, and. And then when you hear the MPs coming or the lights flashing or the Pulitzer, oh, uh, the German police, everybody scattered. I remember that being a part of the uh, the Friday safety brief, right? Just make sure you're faster. You can run faster than the MPs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've jumped in the taxis with people. I have no clue. We're just trying to get the, oh, yeah. just trying to get the fuck out of there. I'm gonna tell you a story, yeah. man. One time yeah. it was uh, it was uh, back then specialist Absher. Shout out to Rob. Moving on up to bigger and better things over to, where's he going? I want to say uh, Fort Polk. Louisiana. Yeah. yeah right on. Um, anyway, me and him are downtown. And some kind of crazy fight's going on. I don't know. Me and him are not a part of that at all. But we're going to go ahead and get the hell out of the area quickly. So we start kind of jogging towards where we know the taxis are. And... <clears throat> Man, the MP or the uh, Pulitzer ran up on us right as soon as we got into the taxi. As soon as we sat our asses in there, they pulled us out. Didn't like hem us up, but I'm like, oh man, <laughs> everything's going bad. You know, like, it's no... <laughs> I'm like, it's everything's no way. going bad. There's no way I'm going to get out of this. Absher starts speaking German, dude. Speaking oh, like, really? Flu- not like fluent German, but really good German to the point mm-hmm. that like it really calmed down the, the Polizei to two of them. And then by then it may have been even three or four of them. But he was talking and he's talking quick. And I'm like, man, I don't know what he's saying, but it's working because everyone's like chilling out. And they let us go and we fucking just walk off, man. I'm like, what'd you say? He's like, I don't even remember right now, man, but thank God it worked out. I'm like, oh, fuck it. It was insane, dude. It was the craziest shit. I wonder if he remembers that. 
Hopefully he does. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I never really had any run-ins with the Pulitzer. I briefly dated a girl who was in the, she was, she was Pulitzer. I remember her, the blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. First time I met her, um, she shook hands with me, right? Uh, we accidentally bumped into each other and said sorry and blah, blah, blah. And she reached out her hand to shake hands. And man, she had a fucking grip on her, dude. Like she could have like broke my hand. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, made the comment. He's like, dang, that's a fucking tight hand grip or you know, handshake or whatever. And then we just talked and like said briefly did from there. She did some, I guess, some pretty cool stuff for them. Um, you know, some like undercover stuff. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, oh, okay, cool. Makes it well, Okay. All right. Yeah. She was but, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember her name. I actually completely forgot that, uh, we, we dated so for like a really short amount of time. So, yeah. No, um, I, I guess I there was the, like the brief fling, fling a mm-hmm. name of oh, that was the German yeah. Pulitzer chick. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I think I um, hooked up with her friend. I might have hooked up yeah. with her friend. I don't know. That yeah, was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was a long time ago. She's, the memories are coming but, back. Goddamn. Yeah. Go ahead, man. But no, man, living in the barracks, though, man. Like, like going out. Um, like I said, there's always someone ready to go somewhere to do something even during even during a holiday break or when some people were on leave or whatever like there's always somebody back mm-hmm. there's always something to go do um that's one of the cool things about like where ledward barracks was situated in schweinfurt was the like the rock fabrique and the megadrome were maybe a mile down the road or mm-hmm. a, a kilometer <laughs> since we're in germany right now yeah um which was nothing, right, for us, right? Because we're used to doing ruck marches to to no end. Oh yeah, you, you <clears> walk <throat> down the street and you're nice shit. They ain't even a big deal. It's not even that far. Yeah, even in the yeah. snow. Well, maybe you might want to get a taxi for that one, but nah. If well, you, you did. If you pre- you, if you, well, you man, did. I did, yeah, because I, well, you know, can't be dirtying up my stuff. But if you pregame good enough. It, before the snow oh, walk, yeah. you get to go. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, that was kind of a thing, man. Like, I remember, so I can't drink Jack Daniels now, right? This is one of my very first drunk nights in the barracks, um, although it didn't start in the barracks. But I can't, I can't drink Jack Daniels or whiskey in general um, or any kind of bourbons. I really can't even smell them. I can handle Jameson, which is kind of weird, but um, probably because... I can drink them in Irish car bombs. And so I have a little bit of like, I don't know, acclimation to them. But anyway, so me and Billy, Billy Jack and Perez, we were out at uh, oh, this girl's house that he was dating. Yeah. We were at, at, a, at, a, at a girl's house. I don't know if he was dating her or if he, if he just knew her or maybe it was a, I, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, so we were out there. And we were drinking. We were playing a, a drinking game called Three Man. I don't remember how it's played for the life of me. Um, but I do know that I was drinking out of turn a lot. And we were drinking Jack and Coke. Oh, right, so, so just getting blitzed. 
Yeah. And, you know, you know, the, the more you drink and when you pour new drinks, like you get a little bit more heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so what turns into a single Jack and Coke will eventually turn into a double, then a triple. The next thing you know, it's like, uh, there's not even any room to pour Coke in this. <laughs> we never get to that point, but we did run out of Jack. So, um, I was going to say, I've never seen a place, a, re- a room that ran out of Jack. And you just told me that y'all ran out of Jack. That's a lot of drinking. Jack. Jack. Well, it was just, it was just one bottle. Um, one of those big bottles. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know the size of bottles. You, oh. you would think after 20 some odd years of drinking that I would know the size of bottles, but I don't. Um, people yeah. say like, Hey man, can you go buy me a fifth? And like, I don't know what a fifth is. Um, I really don't. I have no clue. Uh, I don't know what a fifth is. I get, I, I know the size of a liter, right? Cause I, I deal with like liters of like water. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, or a handle. I don't know what a handle is. I, I assume it's the one with a handle on it, but even small bottles can have handles. So, but anyway, so we ran out of Jack, but it was me, Billy and, and Purez drinking and uh, we ran out of Jack Daniels. And, and like I said, I was drinking out of turn. So I was definitely well on my way to being drunk. Mm-hmm. And so we, 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 instead of just not playing the game anymore because we ran out of alcohol, we just switched to a different alcohol. Um, and the only thing that we had in the house was vodka and there was orange juice. Yeah. So we went from Jack and Coke to screwdrivers and just continued playing. So we got like halfway through that bottle and I was pretty, pretty, pretty far gone. Um, stumbly, mumbly, and not doing too good. Oh man. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, you know, brand new private, man. I had maybe been in country for, I mean, this, I think we got there in October and this might be like December, you know? And so, you know, everybody decides that it's time for Johnson to go back to the Bears. So we start to walk back because um, we—I I don't know why—I don't, I don't know why we didn't get a cab um, or why we didn't get a ride from the girl. Because I know there was a talk about that. I was drunk, so what I remember. So we begin to walk back, and you know, it was like two miles, and it was snow on the ground, and I was in a t-shirt and jeans, but I was so drunk. I was so warm from Jack Daniels and vodka. It didn't really matter. And honestly, like the cold probably really helped, um, keep me from getting too sick. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I do remember along the way stopping to make snow angels, um, in my t-shirt and jeans. Cause you got to. And yeah. And Perez and Billy Jack trying to like get me to get up. Billy obviously was just loving it cause you know, Billy, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Perez is like, get the fuck up dude. Let's fucking go. I'm going to smoke the shit out of you tomorrow. I mean, he was, he tried to play tough guy team leader, but because um, he was my team leader. But uh, you know, we all knew he was softy. <laughs> but uh, finally, get back to the barracks, and um, you know, I, I lived on the first floor, and uh, Billy and Pierre's were up on the second floor. And so they take me to my room, and they, we all agree on the way back that we're gonna we're still going out to the rock. And I had absolutely no business doing anything more. Um. So I get back to the barracks. They, they, they drop me off in my room and they say, hey, hang out right here. We're going to go upstairs. We need to grab something. We'll be right back. I don't know if they actually went upstairs. I have no idea how much time passed by by the time that they did come back because, uh, I mean, they very well could have just gone out and left me there. But they sat me down in the chair that I had in this room. Mike was out. Uh, Griff was out. He was gone. I don't know where he was. But all I remember is <clears throat> not feeling too well while I was sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, grabbed a plastic bag, like a like an Aphis bag, and threw up in it, and then 
tied the bag off and set it down. Next thing I know, like they're busting in the door to check on me. And like, I'm laying on the ground, the bag full of vomit and like, Oh shit. Like Johnson's passed out, uh, on the floor. So that, and he threw up. So they're, for whatever reason, they took off my shirt, um, Mm -hmm. and then rolled me onto my back, which, um, it's not what you do when somebody's throwing up. Yeah, that's not what you're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, don't roll people on their back when they're throwing up. That's the last thing you want to do. <clears throat> Leave them on their side. That's fine. What is it called? The uh, the rescue position? Yeah, or left something side. Like that. Left side. Recovery, recovery position, something like that, yeah. yeah. Um. So they roll me on my back, take my T-shirt off, and then they, uh, he should be good, and they leave. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. Um. I ended up, I ended up, uh, when I woke up that next morning, because I, I was, I was gone out of that, I was passed out. I woke up the next morning, like eight o'clock. Um, I had used that Afy's bag full of vomit as a pillow. Uh, like I had pulled it underneath me. Man. Yeah, I was cuddling it. Yeah, so the vomit had definitely escaped. Um, I had thrown up again on the rug that Griff and I had in the room and uh, all over it. I mean, I had a lot of vomit. I, mean, I don't know what I ate that day or hey. before, but. And you made it. So. Yeah, but I woke up uh, feeling fine, like not hungover, um, feeling a okay. So I decided that it was easier to uh, to. Uh, it's a champion, to... champion stuff going on right there. Just pop right on up <laughs> like it was nothing. You just you just cuddled with a bag of throw up and throw yeah, up again. You had like yeah. throw up mousse in your hair. And then you was up, <laughs> ready to fucking rock like it was nothing. Oh, fucking gross! <laughs> uh, right. But um, no, I know, man. It was, it was, it was, it was all bad news. So what was wild though is instead of just cleaning that rug, I decided it would just be easier to roll it up and throw it away. Hell yeah, because uh, it didn't belong to anybody. But when I rolled it up and tried to pick it up, the vomit just started like pouring out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, so I had to get more. Uh, more bags, put them over the ends, tape them on, <laughs> and then carry it out to the dumpster and throw it away. And then clean my room, took a shower. Yeah. Oh and man. And then likely started that process all over again. <clears throat> oh yeah, because it's Friday, right? I mean, no, now it's Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah. That's fucking gross. <clears throat> yeah, man. So that's you know that's that's uh that was that that was good that was a good time. But, uh, I mean, there was, there was just a lot of nights like that, though. I mean, in, in, in the barracks, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like I said, like, it, there's a lot of things could go on in the barracks, but one thing you knew for certain was definitely going to go on was drinking. Definitely drinking. <sighs> Another yeah, you thing. might have. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, you might have some people in some rooms playing video games, other people in other rooms playing music, other people in other rooms playing actual musical instruments. Or you know, playing cards or watch movies, but every one of those rooms, so they're drinking. Yeah, they're drinking. The one thing that I can we talk about shit that we liked? I liked a lot of yeah. shit about the. I liked a lot of shit about the barracks and the fact that you brought up music and I was just thinking like music, either music or playing instruments, man, while drinking mm-hmm. and just talking or smoking cigarettes and shit. Fucking it was pretty awesome. I love that. That was like one of the best memories for me because that was just everyone doing their own thing, being themselves, just hanging out. Uh, 
fucking playing dumb shit on these fucking fucked up ass instruments that we had. Uh, yeah. Having like everyone had a case of beer, you know, I'm bumming cigarettes off people cause I never fucking went and bought mine or especially <laughs> when I was there at first cause I was underage and I couldn't, I couldn't buy anything. So I had to have people buy shit for me for a minute. So that I mean, you couldn't buy anything. I was underage. I couldn't buy beer at the on the on post. No, I thought that was a no. You could. No, dude, I was seventeen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess y'all didn't know you were contributing to a minor's delinquency. Well, I think we just assumed that you know, if I'm, you're allowed to serve in the military, you should be allowed to drink. Well, there you go. Message. <laughs> Uh-huh. I said message for oh, everybody, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah. get off our backs. I mean, I'm, well, <laughs> yeah. wait a second. We, we don't want to encourage just heavy duty, hardcore fucking drinking now, folks. Like, we're well, just, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Whatever, yeah. whatever you do, do it responsibly. Exactly. Yeah. Be an adult about yeah. it. You know, we want the responsibility yeah. be an adult about it. Like that on that on that note, man. Um, I will say that we were pretty pretty damn lucky um, to not have gotten in as much trouble that as we could have. Oh yeah. Um, and it was definitely so before you know every Friday, right? If you, if you served in the military, in, especially in the army, and I'm sure the Marine Corps, maybe even the Navy, doubtful the Air Force. Um, <laughs> every Friday there was a safety brief, right? And, uh, you know, when a little something like, you know, don't add to the population, don't subtract from the population. And, and, uh, if the NPs show up, make sure you can outrun them. Um, generally more colorful than that. And, and sometimes even, sometimes it was a show, man. Sometimes it was something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. Um, but you knew that if you fucked up, you fucked up. Yeah. So you found a way to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I think it cut out for me for a second. No, I have a mute button that I can uh, press, and I, I won't. You can't hear oh. me uh, shuffle around here and uh, look for things. Oh, gotcha. Notes. Yeah. Technology. No, I got a phone call, and I thought maybe I thought I thought it cut out for, for a second. But anyway, I, I didn't have my do not disturb on. Um, but yeah, man, like uh, it was. Uh, you definitely, you definitely knew not to like go out and do too much of stupid stuff. And you, and you knew that if you did do some stupid stuff that you needed to break contact yeah, uh, as quickly as possible. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're definitely not saying like, we're definitely not, we're definitely not saying like, you know, go out and party and, and, and well, go out and party, but be responsible. Yeah. Party and enjoy, and enjoy yourself, have a good time, have laughs and memories <laughs> and whatnot. But, like, think about your health, for one. Man, fuck. Think about your health. Um, think about your career, you know? That shit yeah. can go sideways real fast before you know it. Like, you can talk. I'm sure there's, like, seminars with guys who've had times mm -hmm. where it went sideways real fast. And they want to try to prevent you from doing the same thing. 
They're not trying to be dickheads, man. Just listen to them. Like they they are going to tell you a story. It might help you out, man. I mean, it's just common sense stuff, right? Like you know, like don't like I said, don't subtract from the population. That's a big one. Don't attempt to subtract from the population. Yeah. Um, you know, no, no when a fight is over, and no, you know, uh, there's no need to start fights all the time, but. I, don't, I will say though, like you know, we did the nights where we would uh, drink heavily at the gazebo or at the golf's house. We knew those nights were going to be good to go because it was just our dudes, right? And so we're probably grilling. There's food being made. There's music playing. People being loud, and that was fun. Yeah. That was that was a good environment. Mm-hmm. Um, Warm and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that was one of the like I said that's one of the um, one of the best things about living in the barracks. There's always somebody there to go do something with. There's always something going on, either to gazebo or in somebody's room or over at somebody's place or something like that. You know, if you didn't if you if you didn't want to hang out in the barracks, you know, you can go. If you wanted to go out of town, you can find somebody to go with you. Mm-hmm. Pretty easily, you know. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's always down. <laughs> somebody's down. Yeah. So you I mean like like when we went to Paris, you know what I mean? Like you know. Me, you, uh, Dave, uh, Jesse, and, and me, you know, mm-hmm. all going to Paris. Um, that, was, that was pretty fun. Or like when me, you, and uh, uh, Paige went to uh, Berlin. Yeah. That was um, fun. <clears throat> yeah. It, had, yeah. it was a good time. It's a good time. It was, it was a time sometimes, but it was, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, there, there were some, there were some, there were some times about it that were not necessarily good times, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. Times they, about it that, that they were fun. They were definitely times. But anyway, uh, what was something else you didn't like about the barracks? Didn't like about the barracks? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'll tell I, you one. I want to piggyback off the the privacy thing, but like, man, when it's time to clean those motherfuckers, yep, they are never That's exactly where I was going. Never clean. Even though Never. you just cleaned it five minutes ago, that motherfucker is dirty all over again, yep. e- everywhere. <clears throat> and you, so that's the thing. Like, you, 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 not only did you not have privacy like in your personal time, but you didn't have privacy in who could come into your room because, like, if your squad leader wanted to inspect your room, the platoon sergeant or the battalion command sergeant major wanted to come inspect your room, you didn't have a say. Yeah. Come on in, whoever outranks me. Mm-hmm. Um, look at my see things. where I look at look at my stuff. Oh yes, I open my wallet. You can look at all of my things, the things that I own, everything on this planet that I have. Come in and look at it, like a zoo, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's health a and whole tra- it's a whole trail of them fools coming through too. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask uh, uh, Gil or Absher if it was. Uh, do they ever have to do that shit and how they felt about like just walking through people's shit and just looking at it? <laughs> I mean, I've done it as a drill, but I mean, obviously when you're, when you're, when you're a private and basic training, like, yeah, the only thing you own is army stuff at that point. You know what I mean? You have one drawer full of personal items. Yeah. And um, it's all the same. Yeah. Right. But like yeah, yeah. in my head, as they're doing this shit in my head, even as a private, I'm thinking like they have so much better shit to do than make look look in this drawer that has three pairs of socks exactly the same in thirty <laughs> rows. Right. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I, no, get the, it was, uh, I get the training of it, but like, oh, man, this dude could be doing well, so much more important shit. Like, give me a break. Well, I mean, it's definitely two-sided, though, right? Because, I mean, it's, for us, it was it was a matter of attention to detail. And, yeah, no, and no, no, no. I get that. I get I get that. Like, I, it's, it's, for, we, I wish there was a different way to do that than just that kind of shit. No, I know. But, like, there's also for them, there's the health and welfare side of it, right? So to make sure that we don't have anything illegal in the barracks or we're not, you know, doing anything stupid or crazy. But on that note, I will say, do you remember that candles were not allowed in the barracks? Yes. Yeah. No candles. Um, You could not have um, individual cooking equipment in your room. You had to have that in the kitchenette or the kitchen kitchen room. Mm Mm-hmm. Like no hot yeah, stuff. So you wanted to shit like that, hot plates. Yeah. So if you wanted to make your own food, and Lord knows we never did. Um <laughs> Oh man, I cooked all the time, homie. And side yeah. note, I guess I was like just young and naive at the time. Like I didn't think about like the health and welfare part of it. I'm th- I'm just thinking it's a waste yeah. of time, but like now I understand like when you explain it, like, okay, I got it. Like Yeah, yeah. make sure motherfuckers aren't doing like really fucked up shit in their rooms. But yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah. I'm and like, man, this is dumb because, like, I wouldn't do nothing fucked up. Yeah. So that's why I thought about that like that. So there. That's part of it, though, right? But, um, yeah, we weren't allowed to have any. So, like, we had that kitchen room. There was one oven in there. So mm-hmm. let's say we all wanted to make our own food. Well, get in line. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, you know, when living in Germany with all that amazing German cuisine, it was a lot easier to walk across the street to McDonald's. Oh, man. So much more easy. <laughs> I couldn't, I mean, I, I never ate so much damn McDonald's in my life. They had the fried apple pies, though. Oh, God. Yeah. Those were so good. And they had beer. Yeah, beer at McDonald's. Yep. That threw me for a loop when we got there, man. Right I, I heard about it, man. I heard about yep. it. I'm like, I, I hear that they sell beer at McDonald's, and they got, like, cigarette machines on the corners. I'm like, I got to see this mm. shit. I, I want to know, is it real? It is real. Oh. <clears throat> real as a motherfucker. Yeah. Now, I never, I only got a beer at McDonald's, like, once. Yeah, it was terrible beer. <laughs> yeah, it was some type of, if I'm not mistaken, it was some type of, like, half of ice, and I'm not really a big fan of those. It was, no, it was really bad. <laughs> Yeah, but and it know, wasn't even like, or maybe like a low and brow or something. If if it's hot outside, which was frequent sometimes, sure. And then if you've already been drinking and you're gonna have this, and then you know, <coughs> a, a fillet of fish or whatever the hell they had, then hell yeah, yeah. all the nuggets. I'm eating all of that, <coughs> and then I'm gonna drink their jack the round beer. Yeah. Mm. You know what my big regrets about when we lived over there? What's that? And I know if we're going to be on the same page with this, I'm going to punch a baby. I don't know. We might not be because I've never heard you mention it. Not going. Um, I was thinking to myself, like not going out and eating more on the out out in the on the economy. Yeah. Well, I mean. So that's definitely a regret too, but that's okay. not what I was going to so say. Babies are um, safe. Your babies are safe. Babies are safe, everybody. <laughs> you can, yeah, yeah. Yay. Let me find a way to minute. Your baby, your baby's safe now. You can put it down. Um, <laughs> but no, the, uh, the barracks that we were in, uh, right across the, uh, the street from, 
from us was the soccer stadium. Oh, and I regret oh. never going to a game. Yeah. Fuck. We'd hear him going off. I wasn't really into soccer at the time. I mean, I, I like it now, but, uh, but still, I mean, it would have been pretty cool to go see. Cause I think it was like the, um, the Bayern team that played there, like Schweinfurt Bayern or something. I can't remember the name of the team. Yeah, it was a big team, right? Yeah, it was pretty big, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, it wasn't like some, some fucking guys that had some uniforms. They had some matching yeah. t-shirts, and they're out there kicking the ball around. No, it was, yeah. And, like, you know, a, back in like the day, they had, team. like, big-ass, like, uh, concerts there, too. Like, yeah. I want to say, like, Kiss. And, uh, uh, huh. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong yeah. about Kiss, but I should probably fact-check this. Yeah, right. But it was been, a, it was uh, a big name that had that was at the, at the yeah. sta- stadium for the concerts. I only remember going to that stadium one time, and it was for a military event. Um, and I don't know if it was like First Infantry Division in Germany had you know borrowed it for the day or rented it or whatever whatever it was. And I don't remember I don't remember specifically what that event was, but I remember having to go to it. I think we had just we were coming back. Yeah, but was it from Iraq or Kosovo? Uh, when was it Iraq? Oh, okay, yeah, that would make more sense because you know Iraq combat and all that stuff. But, but you know, I'm, I'm forgetful, so somebody <clears throat> is probably gonna. Hopefully, they're gonna listen to this and hear this and be like, "Oh, this is what happened." So. I think it was Iraq. And thinking about it, I think it was Iraq, but um. <clears throat> I remember being in there. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Because I remember being in there thinking, like, man, this place is fucking nice. We should have been coming here this yeah. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this was here. Like, And I was over there drinking. And it was a mm-hmm. wall between us. And I didn't look. Germany and your fucking walls. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, on that, on that, what you said earlier, like, not going out and eating as much. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I, 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 you know, I ate the, the donors a lot. Oh the, yeah! The, oh yeah! Oh. The Turkish, the Turkish version of the euro. Mm-hmm. Um, Delicious. If you ever have a chance to have one, have one. Yeah. So it's crazy, right? A a a um a Greek euro, the G Y R O, and the the Turkish equivalent, which is I, I, I don't know if it's the German word, or if it's a German word, or if it's the Turkish word, but it's a it's a Turkish um donor derner. D O N N E R and O has the two dots over the umlaut. Um, they're practically the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a pita bread stuffed with like you know shaved lamb meat and then you know uh, garlic sauce, delicious garlic and, sauce. Uh, yeah, and onions and and tomatoes and you could put paprika on there. Hell yeah! And it was amazing. <clears throat> and I get euros here all the time. Matter of fact, I had Greek tonight, although I didn't have a euro. Um, but, uh, I, I, to me, there was, there was still a difference, you know, in the flavors. Like when I have a Euro here at home, I'm like, it's just not the same. No, it's not the same. It's something about that cheese they use, man. I don't know. That and that garlic, that garlic spread, whatever the fuck that was. That was, ugh. man. You know what's crazy about, okay. The whole time we lived in Germany, I, so I, I learned how to order food in German, um, because I want, like, we're there. I wanted to speak their language, mm-hmm. and um, you know, garlic sauce in German is Knoblauchsoße, and I I never knew how to spell that because that was kind of a, a hefty word for me. 
Um, and I always thought, it, th- sort of thought that it started with a G, Genoblauzosa. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find out it starts with a K, and it is, is spelled like Knobloch, K-N-O-B-L-A-U-C-H. And I found that out because years later, a buddy of mine um, that I was on the trail with, um, another drill sergeant buddy of mine, mm-hmm. is drill sergeant Knobloch. I was going to say, it's Knobloch. Yeah. And I was like... Like a, base, like a baseball player. Chuck Knobloch. Oh, I don't know that guy. That's yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but I, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I, I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, it's a really interesting name. I was like, yeah, it's, it's German. It means garlic. I'm like, what? That's not... That's not how you say garlic in German. It's Genoblau. And it's like, yeah, well, this is the obviously the American pronunciation of them. It's like, oh. Because in German, right, if there's a K and an N together, like here we would say the N sound like a knife, right? Yeah. Um, in, in, in German, the K and the N are both pronounced. Um, and I thought that was really wild. Um, like my, my stepmom's, you know, maiden name is Liebknecht. And it means for the love of knights, like an armor, K N A C H T or whatever, and or K K N E C H T, and connect, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I always thought that was really interesting. But um, this shit yeah, always yeah, man, sounds so fucking vicious, though. Like fuck, like I know, man. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you say in German. Um, it definitely, it definitely can sound like the only pickup line that I ever learned when I was over there was "Du hast schöne Augen." To hop share that algen. It means you have beautiful eyes, um, and it just—it just, it just there, there's no way to say it and not sound kind of aggressive. Yeah, I just say it yeah. in American English. <laughs> the effort—the effort that I put in was minor. <laughs> I didn't try. It's like I didn't. Yeah, even, I didn't. Did I really have to try? Mm. Hey, man, went in Rome, learned the language. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got it. I got. Yeah. I got it. That's very American of you. It was very. Is actually, I take that back. It was very Californian of you, dude. I was fucking. I was a child. I know. I didn't know no. I, know, I yeah. wish I had known what I know now. Ugh. Would ate so many more donors. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, so that's another thing, man. I never really got into the German cuisine. I never really did. Um, yeah, uh, that's uh, had it here and there, but. It was pretty good, but it was just weird, man. Yeah, remember the? Uh, I mean, like remember when you're in the in the barracks and the uh, the pizza man? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, well, I, I remember the pizza girl who was well known in the barracks. Oh no, I don't remember a pizza girl. Mm-hmm. That I, pizza I might a little late to that party. I don't know that you participated in that party. I didn't either, but um, I, I do know that uh, she was very familiar with everything. But um, I do remember that pizza not being very good. I feel like it was like a watered down, like especially the sauce was like literally watered down. It was just it just wasn't very good. Everything that he had was fucking terrible. It was bad. Not one yeah. thing was good. It tastes like crap. All of it. That's why I always walk my ass to fucking McDonald's, because the pizza man's is here screaming like a fucking pizza asshole. man is here. Yeah, like, I forgot yeah, about I'm, that. Dude. I'm fucking leaving. Fuck, 
Fuck this. Nah, he really Probably would. to the G-Tech. Fuck this guy. <laughs> he would walk into the barracks and be like, I have a delivery for room 209 or whatever it was. And be like, okay, cool. So that's a CQ desk. And like, pizza man is here. Yeah. Screaming at the top of the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Taking orders before he headed back. Yep. For his terrible food. But when you're drunk in the barracks, it's not that bad, I guess. But man, oh, God, it's I've never had anything from him that was actually good ever, ever. Um, yeah, I'm like I now, I'm, going you, to, I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Now I tell you, man, um, probably the best food I ever had over there. Um, and I don't know if it was because of the situations or if it was actually legitimately good. But when the gut truck would show up at the ranges on cold days, damn it! I was just thinking that the fucking yeah. the 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 pork sandwich or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, it was, um, it was like a small brat, right, in a, oh, yeah. in a, in a piece of a bread, a roll, right? And so, like, the, 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 the meat would stick out, like, an extra three inches on either side. Yeah, that shit was You good. know? Hell yeah, dude. That, I mean, I remember, so we, do you remember when we had to get recertified on on uh, the gas chamber? So we went up to, up to Area Mike, or we did all the training and stuff, and we had to do the gas chamber that day. It was snow on the ground. And, you know, we were just pushing to the chamber, and then when you were done, you were waiting outside in the cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, I, it's not, I feel like it was like a last-minute training event, so we really just kind of was like, fuck it, we need to go up there and do it. <clears throat> so we're standing out there freezing, right? And, uh, you know, we just gone through the, uh, the, the, the gas chamber. And um, I remember being out there cold and hungry and just fucking stupid. And it's one of those moments where you definitely start to think, like, why did I join the army? I'm never, just, I'm not going to stay in. Yeah. But then the gut truck pulls up. The gut truck pulls up, man. He's got, uh, he's got, you know, Pepsi's and coffee and, and, uh, these, uh, brats and, uh, all this good stuff on there, man. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and that's one of those moments where you're like, fuck, dude, did I, did I bring enough change? Did I bring any money? Yeah. Cause they, you know, he didn't take cards at the time. Start patting your pockets and for euros. Thankfully, dude. Um, meat had my back, dude. He had a pocket full of, uh, of, of coins. And, uh, so I think one of those sandwiches was like, I don't know, like five euro. Yeah. Three, maybe it was like three euro and the drink was like two or something like, something like that. But it was like, came out to like five euros and I didn't have it on me and meat did. He, he hooked me up, man. I mean, I was like one of the happiest days of my life, man. <laughs> that shit was so good though. There's cheese in there, you know? Yeah. Man, I can see it. I can see this shit in my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, dude. So good. Those are good. That with a with a with a with a Fanta. With the Fantas back then was like they were like yeah, spicy, yeah, yeah. man. The, the, the uh, yeah, it was like extra tangy. It wasn't the regular Fanta we used to here in the states. And the first thing I noticed when I when I had. Like bought a soda, I think it was a Fanta, and I drank in the barracks. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why does it taste so fucking hardcore? Different. Yeah, it's like way acidy. I'm like, what the fuck? It's wild as hell, man. It's delicious. I love it. I need more of it. Did you just say acidy? Hell yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Acidic. Acidic. There you go. Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> Acidy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Acidy. Acidy. 
Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't even know if that's the proper term, even even then. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Is the, the, it, it was the different flavors man. compared to the here in the states that uh, that you would find, like just walking across the street from the barracks to the Esso, with the chocolates and all the like, the kind of shit that they have there, and the fucking different kinds of soda. Just, I would love to go in there and just buy shit and just go back to the barracks and just fucking hide and eat. Yeah, it's so good. The, the weird yeah. chocolate wafers. Oh man. Uh, the uh, what was it? The little Kinder eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are so yeah. good. I remember being super surprised when I saw um, an Aldi, the grocery store. I was like, they have these here too. Yeah. Which a, it's originally a German brand. It's a German store. Did you know that Aldi? Um, man, I can't. I can't remember the, the specific story, but. Uh, Aldi, um, the guy that founded it, or it was two brothers, and then one brother split off and founded uh, Trader Joe's. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch this. Uh, there's this this this, uh, this this girl I follow on YouTube. Um, was it called? like German German girl living in America or something like that? I can't remember how it goes, but she talks a lot about some of the, like the German brands and like how we're saying them wrong and. Like, just like how to properly pronounce Aldi and uh, Adidas and, you know, like Nivea face wash and all that stuff. It's actually pronounced Nivea. No idea. Nivea? Um, Nivea you know what? Yeah. I heard that before once and I'm like, why are they saying it's so weird? It's Nivea. It's right. Like, I feel like if you're saying Nivea, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I've always said Nivea, but like, I feel like if you're saying Nivea, like, you're definitely, you're definitely saying it with your pinky out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fancy. There's some of that avian water type <laughs> shit going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real, real um, exquisite. You know what I mean? Yeah. It does crack me up though. Like when Aldi, like people say Aldi's. I'm going down to Aldi's. There's mm-hmm. no S in it. Aldi. Yeah. No. Yeah. But people, people here will do the same thing with Walmart. Like I'm going to the WalMarts. Oh man. You going to all of them? <laughs> Every one of them? Collectively as a unit. All right, then. Are you going to, like, the online version? Does that connect to all of them? What are you doing here? Well, the Walmarts. I don't know if that's a southern thing or not. But. Shop like a mother. I, I think it is. I don't think it, I've never heard it referred to as the Walmarts out here. Not yeah. even, like, the Targets. It's always just Target. Yeah. Well, we don't. We have a Target, but it's not, you know, Arkansas. We invented Walmart, so. Oh, man. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Is it like fancy? I mean, not to get off topic. This is going to be a little bit off topic. Are like Walmart? The, are the WalMarts at the home of the Walmart fancy? Um. So, I, uh, yeah, a little bit. Um. There are some prototype stores here. There used to be a lot more. Okay. But anytime Walmart comes out with a new design or they want to implement something, they'll still do it locally. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first Walmart to ever have a complete self-checkout is here in Fayetteville. Um, the first Walmart gas station is here up in Bentonville. Um, the first, the first university Walmart is here at the university of Arkansas. Um, the original Walmart, them shits are, uh, 
Tits on glass, as they say. <laughs> Tits on glass. They're handy for the students. I get that. Um, yeah. But it's kind of crazy to think that, like, okay, so like Fayetteville, the town of Fayetteville is a, it's a fairly small town. So not including the student body. It's like 35,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, include the student body. It's probably double. Uh, there's a lot of people that go to the U of A. But uh, so you, you live on campus and you have the campus Walmart there. And it's a small one, you know. But <clears throat> it's a campus Walmart at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville that has two super centers, uh, one in the north side of town, one in the south side of town, four or five neighborhood markets, um, and there's something else. I can't remember. Or maybe it's just that. Maybe um, it's deep as hell. Yeah, and that's just in one town. So that's Fayetteville, right? So two super centers, four or five uh neighborhoods and then the university one and then the next town up has two or three walmarts and then the next town up has like five or six walmarts and the next town up has about five or six walmarts and that's when you get into bentonville and that's not including like all of like the the corporate buildings there's a ton of corporate buildings all over the place like the optical labs so if you order glasses from from like walmart Mm -hmm. the optical pharmacy or whatever it is um they come from here in Fayetteville. <clears throat> yeah. So it's kind of, a, it's, it's a really neat operation, honestly, like, but Walmart definitely does put a ton of money into Northwest Arkansas. <clears throat> well, that's cool. I was just wondering, man, like I, you know, the targets out here, like you can throw a rock and hit a target. You don't really see a lot of Walmarts out here so much. So I was just wondering, but anyway, back to yeah. the topic of barracks. <laughs> like, in the barracks? Yeah. 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 Definitely uh, no Walmart over there, man. Yeah, oh man. If there was a Walmart, I would be broke. Well, I was already broke, but whatever. Well, you know what though? Uh, living in, living on post there, you always had the PX. Yeah, PX was nice. Yeah, when it, it was. When it, it was needed nice. to be. When it needed to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. I'll tell you one of the nice things about it um, is that it's tax free mm-hmm. for those who are, who can shop there. And now they have, you know, their online services. So you can shop my exchange, whatever. So that's pretty cool. Um, yep. But uh, you know, you can it, order it was, some shit. It was, you can buy some nice TVs and whatnot if you if you wanted to. You can wait. You could waste a lot of money in a PX. Yeah, you really can. Oh yeah. Oh man, and walking into that place, like you always had those little tables of people set up there, and they're trying to sell you like, mm-hmm. you know, hats or little dumbass like. I served plaques or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or rings or like a you know, all the stuff that's overpriced. Like mm-hmm. a slalom. You got it. Oh, it really was. It really was like a gauntlet. A gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. All these people in this shit they're trying to sell you like, Jesus, I just want a taco and I want to go buy some socks. And you know what's wild, man, is is they, they knew, right? Like you come in in uniform and you got like little E2 or E3 Mm-hmm. rank on your collar and they're like oh man they know what rank you are they know how much money you make they know exactly how much money you make yeah right you said hey you're a single soldier oh you live in the barracks oh, okay 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 you're over there and uh i see you got the, the the blue spade pin on so you're over there in uh, building 209 okay cool um so you, do you know sergeant so-and-so like they they know mm-hmm. right there are people there were people that lived off post that knew that installation better than we did stalking sons of bitches yeah well, I mean, they were just frequented the base, but um, definitely was a gun. The only time I ever bought something from those people was when the VFW was there, posted up after we got back from Kosovo. I still don't understand to this day. I still don't understand how how 
us deploying to Kosovo qualified us to be lifetime members of the veterans of foreign wars, but it did. Hey man. So it says it right there. You made it. Right. Congratulations. Hey, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> you did it. But uh Fuck yeah. <laughs> No, but uh winner. It was it was pretty cool being in the barracks, I think. I mean you know, living off post. So I think one of the best things about living in the barracks is, is, uh, and this, in my opinion, might be the best thing is the, the camaraderie, right? The, the, the built up relationships and getting to know everybody. Mm-hmm. And we've talked, um, pretty extensively with everybody that's been on the show about, you know, our, a large portion of our, our success during our deployment in 04 can be, um, almost directly attributed to our connections that we developed in 2003. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So like, I feel like living in the barracks, you know, you're, you're always there with your people. You're always hanging out. Um, and I think that, that was, a. Uh, yeah, man, I think that definitely was probably the best part about it, man. Cause you always had someone to, someone to hang out with, something to do, somewhere to go. If you didn't want to go out, there was somebody that you can hang out with in your room. If you just wanted to be left alone, you could be left alone in, in the corner of your room, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. For those people living off post, whatever, man, like, I mean, they had to go home to their families. How boring is that? Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> saying, yeah, not, not even to say that that was boring, but, I mean, we have way more freedom than uh, a married Joe would have. Married, married soldier, I guess, would have. Because you can basically do whatever you wanted to do. I mean, as long as, yeah. you know, if, if, within the limits of law and whatnot. To, to sure. not get your first sergeant called up. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, we can come and go as as, as much as we wanted, whenever we wanted, so long as we were, you know, formation in the morning. All right. Give me one thing. So we're going to close it out here soon because this has been a pretty good show, and I don't want to ruin it by going over. Um, oh, yeah. What will you miss the most besides the guys? Because again, we we all miss the guys. Yeah. Uh, about Barrick's life, the most out of everything, like the one thing that, like, if you can snap your fingers right now, you you can just go right back to it. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you the thing that I miss the most and the thing I miss the least. Okay. I would go back to 2003 specifically. Obviously, like we've talked about, like that that was just like hands down the best year, right? Mm-hmm. Because like we said, we, we knew where we were going. We knew what we were about to get into. So fuck it. Let's go loose. Yeah. Um, and so the best part about that man was the social life. Like, you know, there's always somebody there. There's always something to do with somebody. Um, there was never a time when you uh, couldn't find something to do. And it was just, and that's just what it was, man. And you know, you might find yourself in a different uh, circle of friends that you're not usually hanging out with, mm-hmm. but they were still, they still, you know, you were still part of that group yep. because we were all in the same platoon or the same company. And that is, that's, that's definitely what I miss. Um, that's, that's, that's aside from the people, man, that's what I miss. So, and it's kind of the same thing though, right? Yeah. Um, the thing that I miss the least though is, yeah, we had the freedoms when we were off work, but when we were in, when we were in uniform or during the duty day, Mm-hmm. There was no, your room was not off limits to anything. 
right? You could be told that you couldn't go into your room. You had to sit in the hallway. Do not go in your room. Sit in the hallway. Wait for next next uh, orders. Yeah. Or in the mornings, you know, then Staff Sergeant Gill coming in and kicking the doors down, <laughs> <laughs> torturing us at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> I don't miss that. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely go on another day. You know, if the weather was bad enough that the, the people that lived off post they couldn't drive on post, we were going to work. We fucking we, we lived at work. Yeah. You know what we, I mean? Yeah. Oh man, living at work. Yeah. That'll be the top. Um, yeah, that's, the, the the fucking name of this episode: "Living at Work." Living at work. I don't know. I call it barracks life, but you know that's me. Whatever. But what about you though? What's the? What do you? Uh, what do you got? Mm, and this is gonna sound weird, and because it was torturous, but cleaning weapons. Mm-hmm. I actually like doing that with a big group of people because we all hated it, but. Mm-hmm. Somebody had some music going, yeah, and it was cool. I didn't mind doing it. It sucked. Yeah, like I said it sucked out loud, but it, I, I miss doing that with the guys. Um, one thing I hated the most. Uh, oh fuck! Those those room inspections, man. Yeah, the room inspections. Because it was just like, man, I mean, again, that was me being immature and being like, okay, I got it. Like, I'm I'm not going to have anything fucked up in my locker. But I guess there were people who having <clears throat> fucked up shit. Like, you got to you gotta watch the kids, right? You got to make sure they're not doing nothing wild. And yeah, you exactly. send in the dogs and let them go sniff through these rooms and shit. Yeah, but, and I, and I, and I really hope that whenever we can have, um, Mr. Walker on that he can he can talk about the time when we had a health and welfare for the B battalion level battalion sergeant major coming through and uh, how he set up his wall locker. Oh man! Um, so, but if you uh, if you listen to this show, uh, maybe that'll I'm sure you remember. But if that if that if not, I hope that jogs your memory. I want to hear that. Um, yeah, I do remember him having his coffee cup. That had uh, he had the private first class rank on there, you know. And then when he got promoted to specialist, he had the specialist rank on there. And I thought that was just hilarious. Like, definitely that that guy always cracked me up, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good times. Now you're right though. Let's sit in, sit in there in the, in the in the hallway cleaning weapons. Yeah, um, smoking cigarettes. It was pretty cool though, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, I guess we weren't smoking cigarettes in the hallway, weren't we? Uh, you know, we'd go into the rooms. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're good. But yeah. yeah. And playing playing uh, video games, kind of, even though I didn't really do it a lot. But hey, yeah. I think that's a good way to end this episode, man. What do you think? <clears throat> what say you? Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's stop talking. Let's stop talking. And let's... But that's, that's Barrick's life, man. And that, yeah, that was pretty much. Now, I will say, I will say, one other thing okay. Um, that like, you know, Barrick's life definitely had its like pros and its cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrick's life definitely had like the pros and cons. I was going to say, um, you sound really, really crazy right there. What happened? Yeah, I have no idea. It was really weird. All right. Um, 
but there's definitely the pros and cons, right? But like, you know, obviously like there's always cons to everything, there's pros to everything, but like the pros definitely far outweigh the cons because you were there. And like, I think you said it, um, you, you kind of, you definitely touched on it. You know, you're cleaning weapons and, and it sucks. You're going through these room inspections and it sucks, but like you're there with your dudes, right? Mm-hmm. You're going through whatever suck it is with your dudes. And that's just like, just definitely built on the whole, the whole team mentality, the whole camaraderie, the whole yeah. group mindset. Um, that I, I absolutely missed when I left active duty. Um, and I'm super jealous of the people that get to have that now. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, man, like barracks life, man, I would, I would, I don't think I would have had it any other way. If I can go back to, to that time frame, there's, I don't think there's anything that I would change about it or try to change about it. No. Fuck so that. I keep it all the same. I, I would do mm-hmm. me personally, knowing what I know now, I probably do more wild shit because I know like, <laughs> what I can actually get away with. That was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a weenie dude. Like I didn't do a lot of shit, but think about it now. Me. Like, Hey, I could have, I could have came in a little bit later every now and then. Nah, nah, not really. Yeah. That would have never. Well, no, that's, I, I, that's I think bull, yeah. that's bullshit. No, I, I get what you're saying though, man. It, it kind of ties into that whole saying youth is wasted on the young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It definitely wasn't wasted on one guy who we, we knew whose name was young, who was constantly traveling, but that's a story for another time. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so on that note, like I said, uh, let's end it on a high note. Uh, thank you guys for listening to before I forget, please like, listen and subscribe and share the show. If you like it, um, even if you don't like tell people I don't like the show and this is why and let them hear it so they can have their own opinion and say your opinion yeah. is stupid because you're a dumbass because yeah. our show is the shit. <laughs> you know, you know, when you, uh, you know, when you face. eat something, you take a, you take a bite, a bite of something mm-hmm. and it tastes terrible and you're like, Oh my God, this is horrible. Try this. Yeah. Same thing with the show. Just, you know, if you don't like it, be like, Oh my God, the show is terrible. Try this. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of you guys or, out there too. Like Yeah. Yeah. Seven or eight people. One person can share with one person and then that person can share with another and so on and so on. <laughs> you know what I've noticed that we do sometimes? What's that? These like small, like mundane little tidbits that we have when we talk in like conversation that we don't need to really just keep going into. Like we definitely, what is it beating a dead horse? We beat a dead horse. Sometimes. Yeah, we do. We really do. We drop kick that dead horse, leg yeah. drop off the top rope. On that dead yeah, the horse. people's elbow, the people's elbow. Yeah. Yeah. All there you, there you have it. The Rikishi stink face. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What? <laughs> You're not a real All fan. I know I, I don't know anything about wrestling, man. I, I don't even know who the fucking People's Elbow was, or I know the People's Elbow, and I know Hulk, and I know uh, isn't there like somebody named Diamond Diamond Dallas? Hell yeah, I've been a fan right of that shit of- since I was like even before Cars, almost. I think I like wrestling before Cars. I like Cars, but anyway, that's for another show. Uh, <laughs> it's the truth, man. Yeah. And uh, like I said, let's end on a high note. Thank you for listening to Before I Forget. 
We love you guys. All that kind of stuff. Please uh, like, share, subscribe. And thank you for hanging yeah. out with us. Yeah. Yep. In the end. Bye. Bye. <laughs>